Hello, Texas Football Today listeners. This is your friend from the internet, Greg Tepper, uh, sitting alongside Matt Stepp. Say hi, Matt. Hello. And you are hearing our voices in your Texas Football Today feed. Uh, this is a special state championship preview edition of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. We've decided to make free for you. Hopefully you will give this thing a listen. We do this every week during the Texas high school football season, uh, breaking down the biggest games across the state. We have a lot of fun. We just nerd out about high school football. Uh, we want to give you kind of a sneak peek, and hopefully you will consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider so you can get this in your feed throughout the entirety of the 2019 season. But in any case, here's today's episode of Tep and Step. I'm very excited about state, but there's also that idea of like impending doom because the season is is over after this weekend. Winter is coming. Tap and step. Premium Texas High School Football Podcast from Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep, Greg Tepper. And hello, I'm the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Uh, I believe we have a bigger audience today because we're making this one free for people because it's state week, man. It's, you know, we got to let it, we got to just roll out the big guns and and say, hey, Tep and Step this week is free because we are so excited about UIL State. This is... Look, we say this a lot. There's a lot of weeks of the year that we say, this is the best week of the year. I think this might be the best week of the year. <laughs> it's a football It's a football overload. And I keep telling people, and, and I've, I've mentioned this to many people before, this is a sports bucket list item. Oh, there's no doubt. We've talked about it on Twitter. I know both of us have tweeted out. If, if you're a, not just a, a high school football fan mm-hmm. or just a football fan, but if you're a fan of sports. Yes, this is an item I think you have to cross off. There's nothing like it in, in the world. There, there really isn't. It's, it's, it's a unique, singular event where you can pay $15 and sit anywhere you want in one of the greatest stadiums on earth and watch some of the best high school football on earth with incredible passion. And it's, it's unlike anything in the world. So if you have the means, get to Arlington for the Texas High School Football State Championship games. And if you can't, watch them on Fox Sports Southwest. Yeah, well, I'm sure my bosses want me to say that. So, uh, yeah, watch them at Fox Sports Southwest. Um, this, is a, uh, this is your Wednesday preview. We are going to be doing uh, daily previews. We're going to dump them all into your feed on Tuesday so that you can listen and get ready for each individual day. And we'll just so, listen to them all at once and gear up on Tuesday night and just yeah, listen to them just all. Just go straight through. It's fine. Um, but we will start this episode of Tep and Step, Matthew, as we always do. With our Texas High School Football Fun Fact mm, of the Week. Where you try to stump me. It is Wednesday of Texas High School Football State Championship Week. And as a result, let's talk about the smallest schools. Specifically, Matt Stepp, what is the smallest by enrollment state finalist in the 2018 Texas High School Football State Championship Games? I am going to take, well, it's either Strawn or Follette. Follett, so I'm going to go with Follett. Follett is correct. Boom. A a huge, just ginormous enrollment of 40 is the enrollment of the Follett Panthers. Strong, a relative uh, behemoth compared to them with 44. Mm. Um, Mm. Let's put it this way. Between them, Terlingua Big Bend has 43 students. 
Uh, Big Bend High School out there. No, Terlingua, no more for the Chili Festival. Absolutely, and for just being the best, one of the best places on earth. Um, yes, it is a who's who. If you're looking, I'm, I've got the rank order up here. Uh, the smallest, um, the smallest team, Welch Dawson, has an enrollment of 19. My beloved Marathon, God, God love mm-hmm. them. They have an enrollment of 16 right now, mm-hmm. which would mean four in each class. Yeah, uh, they're so not playing football right now. They're right. not playing football and right Valentine now. Valentine is the actual smallest, Correct. smallest school in the state. They, right? Yes, they have at least in the the, U, the smallest UIL member yeah. school. They have an enrollment of nine. Yes. Uh, um. They have a school. They and have a school and they have a basketball team. I think, yeah, I think they, they have a couple of girls that play on the basketball team. Yes, too, so. that tends to be the case. Yeah. But in any case, that is your Texas High School football fun fact of the week, the smallest school uh, in uh, in the state championship games, the Fallout Panthers, with an enrollment of 40. So let's start our preview of uh, the Wednesday slate of Texas High School football state championship games. And I'll be honest, I'll be doing most of the talking Sorry, Greg. in the early going. And this is and, and we should it's worth bear, mentioning again. Um, Steph doesn't do six-man football. And it's not because you think six-man football is dumb or you just mm-hmm. uh, you, you think that it's not worth your time. It's real football. The kids work hard. 100%. They play, they play great football. It's just not my thing. Not your thing. Much like private schools are not my thing. Yes. It's, it's just, it, that's exactly it. It's just not your thing, and I don't hold it against you, and I hope that nobody you. else holds it against you. But we have a great six-man rider in Lehman Saunders who do. does a wonderful job for us, and um, a lot of his fine work can be read on TexasFootball.com, and I'm sure um, his preview of these two games mm-hmm. will be – Wonderful, but I, I know enough to at least know. So, are we starting with strong? We're going to start with the 11 a.m. game. 11 a.m. at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, the Class 1A Division II state championship game pits the Fallout Panthers against the defending state champs, Strong Greyhounds. Strong not was the really impressive last not year. Not the Grand Greyhounds. Um, yes, Strong was super impressive last yeah, year, yeah. and they're all back. Everyone is back. Um, when you you know you our, talk, our our hero Kalani Nava is not back there, right? No, Kalani Nava is not. She's she off to A and M Corpus Christi, uh, pursuing her um, marine biology degree. Darling of the state, she state really was. Last year. But between Tanner Hodgkins, Yvonne Ruiz, Julian Fraga, Carlos Villanueva, J W Montgomery, J R Cervantes, I mean, this team is one hundred percent loaded for bear. They basically lost like two people off of that mm-hmm. state title team last year. It is not is not. Unexpected for them to be here. They are strong. Is supposed to be here. Oh, they, they got two losses, but it's both to division. They lost to McLean. Right? That one is McLean, who's playing for a one A division one title, and the other is Garden City, which is who McLean beat in to the semifinal. Yeah, yeah, in the semifinals. So, so they lost to two to a finalist and a semifinalist in the bracket above them. Yeah. Um. So then there's Follett. This is a rematch, by the way, of 2018 state championship game. And Follett, first of all. Uh, it's worth mentioning. We should probably talk about what Andy Copley has done at Fallout. He's a first-year head coach there. Um, he is basically more known as a basketball coach. Yeah, he's got a ton of state championships mm-hmm. under his belt in basketball. And his son, Cameron Copley, mm-hmm. was a huge part of, I think, two Canadian football titles and a, and a Canadian basketball, basketball team. He's a wizard. He is. And he has done a tremendous job. Uh, there. Uh, they, they are an old-school team. They are going to run it out, and they want to play clock control. They want to keep the ball away from Strawn. Every time Strawn has the ball, is bad news for Follett. Yeah. They want to keep it away from them with quarterback Christian Barber, Dylan Howard, uh, but they got a n- couple of other backs. Really, they, they have, they're very big. This is For a six-man team, they're going to look big. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they've got to win this game. If they're going to win this game, they're going to go in and they're, um, they're going to need to um, make sure that it is, uh, that is a, a ball control type game, which is, going to be, the air out of the ball, right? which is going to be a little bit strange for a six-man game, which tends to be, you know, people say, oh, it's just wide open spread. Uh, not so fast here. I think it's going to be a lot more, uh, you know, slow it down uh, type thing. Now, 
Uh, look, Strawn is the favorite in this one. I don't think there's really any doubt about that. Um, and um, if uh, right now the computer likes Strawn by 20. That's, mm-hmm. that's Jerry Forrest's computer, and I will admit that they are not uh, usually – that his, his computer, and I, I think he would admit as much, is not usually as great as um, – six man as is 11 man. It has trouble kind of uh, – Counteracting the big, the big scoring and, and yeah, and then they also probably the forty-five mm-hmm. point rule can factor in. So, for example, uh, Lee, uh, Granger, Granger Huntress's outstanding site, sixmanfootball.com, has Strawn as a thirty-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds about right. Strawn's going to be the favorite in this one. Strawn's the favorite to repeat, um, but that will kick it all off eleven a.m. on Wednesday at AT and T Stadium in Arlington. This game will be on FoxSportsSouthwest.com and on the Fox Sports Go app. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to watch that, what game. are the odds that if Strawn wins? Chicken fried steak for everyone at Mary's. I bet Mary will be there. Oh gosh, yes, Miss Mary will be there. She'll oh, be great. she'll shut the restaurant down for 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 that. She should. Okay, so that is well. That's what kicks it off. One A Division Two. What I like about this year, by the way, and I know th- I know why they switch it and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that every single game we step up a division. The, the even numbered years are. are a little more fun. They're a little bit it, more it fun. Builds like it to the climax on Saturday night. Like last year, we had Allen and Lake Travis, which was the big one. Yeah. At three o'clock, and then it's like, oh, here comes Midway and Cypher. We have this one too. Yeah. It just it, it kind of takes away the the buzz of that game, yeah. especially. So. So. Excuse me. So let's move on to two p.m. Okay. Uh, two o'clock. By the way, uh, if you didn't know, six man football has ten minute quarters, mm-hmm. and it has the forty five point mercy rule. Yeah. If twelve it, minute quarters, are, just, those kids are running no, around so much. No, because there's only a, a handful. I of mean, them. even if a game, if a game, go, I noticed that last year is is if a game goes the entire forty minutes, mm-hmm. the kids are they are just wiped, they're dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're running around. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Um. So. Then two p.m. We will have the one A Division One state championship game, which pits. The McLean Tigers making their first appearance at a state championship game, taking on the Milford Bulldogs. And um, McLean is a team that we thought was going to be pretty good, but I think has even exceeded our expectations. Coach Clint Lindman has done an outstanding job uh, with this Tigers team. I know that we had him on High School Scoreboard Live last night. Tremendous mustache, by the way. Really good handlebar mustache. And Tremendous. They, they are fired up to be at state. And aren't they—I know— um, I've seen one poll that has McLean as the number one six man team in the country. There's there are people who think that, yeah. and, and and they have been dominant this year, and they've come out of. So, if you want to get into like six man like um, scuttlebutt, yeah, because this is the premium podcast, even though we're releasing to everybody. Um, there is the notion people do not think of you know so in the same way that we think of region one, region two, region three, region four, right of eleven man football. Region 1 and Region 2 is West, mm-hmm. and Region 3, Region 4 is East. And there is this notion that West just dominates East. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, basically, people like um, Strawn and people like Richland Springs are the exceptions as opposed to the rule. Yeah. And even those schools, which are that, – that's the ironic the, – the different thing about six-man football in the setup is even though Strawn and Richland Springs are considered East in six-man yeah. terms, they're – I mean, Strawn mm, very is much west. Strawn is just east of Abilene. I mean, it's it's about halfway between Abilene and Fort Worth. Yeah, and Richland Springs is down like around Brownwood. Yeah. I think so. Those are still f- really west of I thirty five. Yes, it's there's just, not, I think there's very few six man schools that are located east of I like one district maybe. Mm-hmm. So what's great about this game is that wherein the early game is going to be a lot more of like teams that are just like all pull the rope in the same direction. There's really good teams. There's a couple superstars like Tanner Hodgkins, but really it's just more like team effort. This 
is a game with superstars. Mm-hmm. Teron Smith for Milford is one of the most electrifying players in six-man football and one of the most electrifying players we've seen in a long, long time. They are going to give him the ball early and often. He has thrown for 1,850 yards and 46 touchdowns. He's run for 1,473 yards and 23 touchdowns. He's put up stupid numbers. Yeah. He's great. On the other side, you've got Ben Crockett. Ben Crockett has been uh, a man among boys for McLean. Uh 2,300-yard rusher, 50 touchdowns. He's a punishing back. He's also their best defender. He's got 122 tackles and five interceptions. He's a big kid. First. He's, he's, he's like almost a 200-pound running back. He, he's a massive dude, and he is a, he's, he's somebody who's going to be hard to bring down. The difference in this game for me, and you can read Lehman Saunders' preview on, on TexasFootball.com, is McLean has... One of the best defenses. They have the statistically best defense in six-man football. Mm. They are giving up fewer than 10 points per game. That is, it's six-man football. That's mm-hmm. unheard of. It's yeah. really, really good. And so that's going to be the difference. It's, it's Milford and the individual superstars like Tehran Smith. By the way, Corbin Schrotke, uh, their, their other back, is really solid as well. And a defensive linchpin for them. Um, but it's, that's the, the, the main story. Is It's can... Milford solved the McLean defensive mm-hmm. puzzle because basically nobody has been able to. Um, I think. I think. But even if they do, I think that Milford's defense. I think that McLean's going to be able to score, yeah. and that's what's going to make this a little bit different. And as a result, so for example, uh, Lee, uh, Jerry Forrest, our our computer, uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football computer, has uh, McLean by twelve. Uh, but to show you the difference, sixmanfootball.com has uh, McLean by 45. Yeah, they think McLean's they think this game's going to going to end uh, before the the final gun. I think there's a fair chance actually that both these games end in mercy rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. Last year we we got two games that went the distance, which was yeah nice. we did. We, we were surprised. I, I talked to a couple of folks. Uh, our, our buddy uh, Kale Steed up in the Panhandle uh, for the Emerald Globe News, and uh, and they think like Ben Crockett. There's very few six man players that that. They people think could start at the six A level, mm-hmm. but like they all think Ben Crockett is a good enough player. Like if he played for Amarillo Tascosa, he'd start for them. I think there's a chance that yeah. you see this kid take over this game. Yeah, and and I just don't. I don't know if there's any like nobody could tackle him one on one. Is the thing he is so big and bruising, mm-hmm. and, and he's fast. Too. He's fast too. Yeah. He pulls away from people. So those are the six man title games. That one's going on two o'clock uh, Wednesday. Just for I guess geography's sake, I'll, I'll throw my little last note here for yes. this game. McLean is located in the in the Panhandle. I know that way, way up, up there. Uh, and then Milford is actually just a little bit north of Hillsboro. Yes, right on I thirty five there, kind of between Hillsboro and Waxahachie. So. Um, that's the uh, that's considered east yeah. for six man because Milford is literally on I thirty five. So that is they're um, considered very east. Yes, because once you get out into like pure East Texas, you don't see a ton of six man. No, teams. There's, I think there's like four teams. You yeah, Carnac and Apple Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and, few teams out there. Yep. But those are your six man state championship games. Class one A. Uh, that one's going down two o'clock, and then we have an extra long gap. Uh, yeah, we have a little bit of a gap. Maybe we'll go to Texan Live and up get a, Texas Live and get something to eat. Up a, up to uh, then we will go until seven o'clock. They will spend an hour scrubbing the lines off the field to get back to. Oh, wait, I saw that for the first time last year. They were or uh, two years ago. I saw it for the first time. They're pretty efficient. They get they that were, thing. They have a they have a system then. Yeah. Because for those who don't know, if you've never seen a six man game, which by the way, come out to, to on Wednesday afternoon. It's it's a lot of fun. There will be there, there's like these towns will have a combined twelve hundred people and there'll uh-huh. be six thousand people it's, in the stands. It doesn't make how, how it happens. Sense. I don't know, but that's what'll happen. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but yeah, th- if you didn't know, six man football plays on a smaller field. It's eighty by forty as opposed to fifty by a hundred, and so as a result, they have to go out there and they 
paint lines for six-man football on the field. Um, then they have to scrub them off because they have to play an 11-man game that <laughs> night. But they are pretty efficient. They've gotten better at this. I think they've gotten really good at this. Oh, yeah. So that will lead us into our initial 11-man state championship game, the 2A Division II state title game. As the Groover Greyhounds, making their first trip to the state championship game, draw the Mart Panthers. One of these teams we expected to be here. The other one, I think it's fair to say, we did not. No, I think uh, Groover... We thought Groover was going to be pretty good mm-hmm. and have a good year, um, but they really got a, a, a coup this off season when Jalen Conyers uh, moved in. As my computer tells me, gives me an alert. Sorry about that. Mm. Mute my computer. It's okay. Um, it's just a premium podcast. Yeah. Um, Jalen Conyers. For those of you who don't know, Jalen Conyers attended West Texas High last year and actually led them to a state championship in basketball. Um, and mo- he moved to Groover this off season. He was like the state title game he's MVP. The, yeah, right? he's, he's six foot five, and he's I think he's like a borderline Division one basketball player. Like he's mm. that good. Mm. Um, he's at Groover, and he turn he's taken Groover and helped take them. They were already going to be really good. They had a lot of experience back, and he's they, they they've gone to an elite level. And we saw that uh, last week in their win over Albany when he made uh, really a sensational play uh, with the hurdle and then the, the 29 yard touchdown run just unbelievable. To and oh, by the way, it was like a hurdle and then he like stiff armed two dudes yeah. and then cut in. It was an unbelievable play. Um, and yeah, it is a it's a fascinating matchup to that you know the job that Terry Felderhoff has done there. Um, I think is really really impressive and. Got a lot of playmakers. Keegan Kelp, a quarterback, um, has, has really um, stepped up. This is a really balanced Groover offense. Yeah, it is. Their run-to-pass ratio is almost 50-50. Um, now, I'm a little worried that one of their running backs, uh, McLaughlin, I think, got hurt uh, against Albany and did not play the second half and was on crutches mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the game. And I, I mean, going against this Mart juggernaut, they're going to need all hands on deck. So Mart is a juggernaut. I'm glad you used that word because the way – now, they got to push – Early for a little bit, Fall City, Fall City for three quarters. quarters. Britt Hart and company gave them a scare. That was they they had the perfect game plan. Yeah, they they held on to the ball. They shortened the game. We talked about it with um with Strawn and and Follett, and Follett's gonna gonna try to shorten the game in six man. Fall City's gonna try to did the same thing against Mart, and for three quarters it worked. They were twenty to thirteen, and we're putting a scare into Mart, but then Mart just kind of hit that other gear. Can you? So, by the way, I'm going to steal. I don't know if you heard this on, um, but but Kevin Hoffman uh, of Mart is calling his offense. It's the Dr. Pepper Boys. I heard that. Yeah, I was listening. ten two and four. So I was I was listening. I had the uh, show. Well, I was driving back from AT and T Stadium Saturday night. Um, I had the the Fox of Scoreboard Live on in my truck. So I was listening to it. Obviously, I was not watching it and driving. Because that thank would not you. Be safe. Don't do that. But I was listening to the audio. Um, from my phone, and I heard, I heard him say that, and it kind of chuck, made me chuckle because I was like, yeah, yeah, they are 10-2-4. And, and he's talking about uh, sophomore quarterback Roger L. Freeman and his two senior running backs, um, Tyrick Horn and Shatidrick Bailey. Um, by the way, Freeman's the backup quarterback. He- so <laughs> it is. He's the backup quarterback, but he's basically a defensive end playing quarterback. And he's he adds – I liked Kyler Martin a lot, and, and, and I'm sad to see him not be able to participate in this game. I think everybody is. But to lose your starting quarterback and then to have this guy come in and just add a different wrinkle to this yes. team. It's the zone read. Rodrell Freeman's he's, – he's a functional pass. Kyler Martin's probably a, a, a gives Mart a more of a passing game. Mm-hmm. But with Freeman, he give, he's an elite running threat. Yes. And now Mart, when they go two backs with, with Horn and Bailey and then Freeman in the middle – 
getting the snap and running running the zone read. I don't know how you defend that. They essentially have a fullback who's who, like a fast fullback who's running the zone read. Yeah, that's what like it's it's like think Tim Tebow. This guy's big and bruising mm-hmm. for the two eight level. And, and he can also run away from you. Yes, at the he two, can. You know, at the two-way level, he can run away from you. And so that's what's interesting is is Mart is undoubtedly going to be the faster team on the on the field. I don't think there's any doubt. I think they I think they're the fastest team in two eighty two. Like you know, it doesn't yeah. matter who they play. They might be the fastest team in two eighty one. I mean, I mean they, yes. they are the defending two A Division one state champs here. Now now dropping down a classification. Yeah. The the key for me, Groovers one hundred percent has to play a clean game. They have if they if they are. Even minus one in the turnover margin, yeah, it's over. They, I think the, the the path to a Groover win is plus two in the turnover mm-hmm. margin, and I I think they're going to have to hope that Mart they get at least another stop or two on their own. Just with Mart, maybe just you know dropping a pass or getting an untimely penalty gets them off schedule, and then I think Groover is going to have to be darn near. I mean, Groover is a significant underdog. I think here. you're right. Let's 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 we're going to be I'm going to be frank. This is the premium podcast. It's free, uh, but. Groover, you will notice it in our picks. This, they're, they're, Mart is the team to beat here. They, they've just got too much. They're experienced. They've been on this stage before. Mm-hmm. They've got the speed, and they've got the best probably two or three players on the field. And a guy, you know, a defensive end that no one talks about uh, is Elijah Green. Yeah, that guy is a game wrecker on the defensive line. If you watch him, you, number fifty for Mart. Uh, if you see any of their games pass, he stands out because he is as disruptive as it, as it gets in the defensive line. And Groover is going to have to account for him. Let me put it this way. I am pretty sure that Mart has seen a team like Groover this year, and I am 100% sure that Groover has not seen a team like Mart this year. Yeah. And that's the difference. Right now, Teams the com- like Mart don't grow on trees. And no. Years. The computer has this. Very, really as, unique. computer has this as Mart as a 25-point favorite. I think that's a little rich for my blood, but I do think that it's, it's, it's worth mentioning, again, that Mart's the favorite here. Yeah. And it would be a little bit of a surprise, borderline shocker, if Groover were to win this game, I'll say amongst the eleven man games, this is probably the one I'll be shocked the most. I, I, you know, a couple weeks ago I said Newton, mm-hmm. but I think Newton shows, and we'll talk about Newton tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, but uh, in in as far as that goes, I think Mart right now I would be most surprised if they lost. I think you're right. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Is that Mart looks Mart seems like they match up really well against Groover. Is that if you believe Styles make fights, then especially on a fast track, seven o'clock, you know, seven o'clock, the night game Wednesday night, they're used to playing in this time slot. Yeah, Mart played in this time slot last year. Groover's playing on a Wednesday night, which is weird. It's just weird. A long road. I mean, Groover's oh, yeah. coming 400 miles yes. or whatever it is. So it's, it's a lot. It is. So. That's Wednesday. At that point, it'll be we'll be off to our little football beds. Um, I am actually getting a hotel uh, mm-hmm. in Arlington, even though I live in the DFW Metroplex. I'm getting a hotel because I have to get some sleep. I, I, I have a two week old at home, mm-hmm. and, and every hour counts. And every hour counts for, the, for, the, for our now for your schedule. You're there even later than us. Yes, because usually us in the in the Dave Campbell's uh, uh, area of the of the of the press box that we occupy the bunker. We usually leave around an hour at the end of the last game where you're there. So Fox, I'm doing. I'll be on the Fox Sports Southwest coverage in between games and at half times and then this year for the first time um, I don't even know if you know this but they're, in, they're going to do a post game show on the, after, on the, fa- on the final game okay. they're going to do like a 30 minute post game show so each day or just the each day okay um, so they will because we did kind of an emergency one when uh, the Highland Park Manville game it was such a hit right you it, just you knocked it out of the park when you were on there right? they threw it they threw it out there and they're just like we gotta we gotta have like the game was so everyone was tuned in like, like we have to do a post game show we can't just go to like 
you know motocross or we something. We can't go to poker. <laughs> so, poker. <laughs> so, so they did. They, they threw in a. So we are going to have a post game show. So yeah, I will be. I mean, let's say this game starts at seven. Let's say this game ends at ten ish. Probably nine thirty. You, you'll you'll be there at least an hour and a half. I'll maybe, be an hour and a half afterwards. Maybe two hours. So, but then I'm going to go and I'm going to get seven uninterrupted hours of sleep for the first time in like two and a half weeks and it's going to be really good please don't listen to this honey I love you very much um, okay that is our Wednesday premium podcast uh, for our Wednesday preview uh, we will be back uh, for tomorrow's podcast um, but they'll all be in the feed so just listen oh, yeah. to it yeah. uh, in any case that is going to do it for us thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider and Steph thanks for your courage thank you we'll talk to you tomorrow on Tap and Steph